episode of Bobcast. With you as always is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. I've always searched for the true meaning. Uh, The true meaning of my life, the true meaning of the universe, the true meaning of everything from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep. And also, I guess, what sleep is, too. Isn't it kind of weird that we sleep? We're so full of ideas during the day. We're so full of vigorous energy and then nothing at night. What's going on out there? Look, I'm going to be honest, okay? When I was younger, it wasn't so much that I was searching for the answer, but I was just searching for something, right? Like any kid, right? You take your first taste of alcohol. You take your first drag of marijuana. You do whatever, you know, you do whatever it is. But what you don't realize is that you're doing all this stuff to get you close back to the source. What's the source? I have no idea. But the source is why we do things. Why do people smoke cigarettes? They know it's going to kill them. Maybe they want to get there faster. I don't know. And guess what? Sometimes when you're looking for the source, you can get mixed up and you can get a problem. You could find yourself becoming an addict. You could need help and um there's ways to do that you know there's ways to get out there and and to try to feel better as a human person right so for me i i was immediately drawn to the idea of getting into a sensory deprivation tank when i first heard about it on the powerful joe rogan experience podcast so much so that it was always in the back of my mind but i just never knew when i would fit it in and then lo and behold one day the great tall John McNally says hey Bobby I got some credits to Halicon floats in Roxborough would you like to try out the sensory deprivation tank to which I responded yes John of course I'm going to try out this tank I hear all these great things I hear how it can change you I hear how you can see things I hear how you can hallucinate in the tank and become one with you know whatever you're looking for the source Excuse me, it's raining, so I'm taking a little sip of my coffee as I explain to you my journey. So here's the wild thing, right? I um, drive down to Roxborough's establishment, Halicon Floats. There's no parking out front, so I find parking on Martin Street. Martin Street's where I parked every Monday night when I was practicing with Ditto Demi, with Larry Thomas Moore, and a few of Downtown Harvest practices were on that road as well. Why did I park there? Because you didn't need to put money into the slot. You didn't have to pay for parking, it's free down there. So I walk into the establishment, I notice it's kind of small, I notice that they've got some kombucha that's on a tap through a keg, which I was impressed by. And they had a bunch of products that I have seen on the Joe Rogan's podcast before as well uh, on it. A whole bunch of different types of drugs to make your alpha brain focus, you know, vitamins, stuff like that. So I talked to the guy and he's like, are you familiar with it? And I'm like, look, man, I've been reading about it, listening to podcasts about this all week. I am set. I am ready. I'm ready to go. I can't wait to see what the tank does to me. 
Now, I have to tell you, honestly, um, as a candidate podcaster, yes, I did ingest uh, some cannabis before I went in. I'd heard the edibles were the best way to reach this level of uh, enlightenment. So I took maybe, uh, I would say maybe about 30, 30 milligrams RSO, which is Rick Simpson oil. You could check that out online. And I took another concentrate as well, which uh, I believe was about 30 milligrams, a, a nice banana sensation. Um, I took that right before I got into the tank. So he, he leads me into the room. And at this time, I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling optimistic. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to experience something. And uh, he gives me the information. He gives me my earplugs. He gives me a, a nice little, like, uh, ketchup-looking bottle that's got water in it in case I get the Epsom salt into my eyes because these flotation tanks are filled with a 1,000 pounds of Epsom salt, which is totally insane. Where do they get that much? I have no idea. I did see the bags, though, in the office, the bags of salt. So he tells me I got to wash myself down. He says, don't wear any clothes because the clothes can be distraction. And I'm like, cool. Any chance to get completely all natural? Let's do it. Because today's society, they don't want you doing that, you know? I mean, it's your birthday suit. You know what I mean? Get there. He tells me I need to wash myself down for about three to five minutes. And then he tells me that, um, you know, I need to ease into the tank and I need to uh, find my place. And says the purple light will go out once uh, you are situated and the purple light will come back on once uh, you have, a, you know, completed the 90 minutes. So it's 90 minutes in this room, right? So I get in the shower, you know, I wash my body down real well. They told me three to five minutes. I stayed in there probably four minutes. So then I entered the tank, right? And um, there's all sorts of instructions of how to do it. And I did it the best way that I know how to do anything, just jump right in. And uh, as soon as I jumped right in, it felt to me the same sensation when you were a kid, when you would jump from a very tall height, when your knees didn't buckle under pressure because of your old age. It, it felt like that rush of uh, adrenaline coming through my body. And uh, yeah, I immediately went into a floating uh, position. Uh, it was very odd at first, the sensation. It's like my brain was being tricked. And um, I enjoyed that. <laughs> I like when... when my brain tells me something differently, you know? Not the same boring shit day after day, man. Okay, so I'm in the tank now and the purple light's still on because I'm still finding my position, right? So I'm trying to get focused here and I'm distracted because I get the Epsom salt in my eye. I immediately go to the applicator, start using it, saying to myself, God, this burns, you know? I'm glad I didn't shave because I can't imagine what a cut would have been like. And uh, I'm going to be honest, for the first 20 minutes, there was a, a moment or two where I was like, this is bullshit. I'm getting out. I'm not, I'm not getting anything out of this. And then I told myself, you need to really commit, Bob. You really need to focus. So to the left of me, I found the, um, I found the music uh, button. I turned the music on. The music is pulsating at this point underneath the water. I have earplugs in because you don't want to get that Epsom salt in your ear. I did get it in my ear, and I can tell you it took a day or two to get out. It wasn't a big deal. But... Um, so I start trying to like find a place that I'm comfortable in, you know, because like you're weightless, but like you have to do something with your body, right? I mean, which way do I go? This way, that way? I don't know. So then after some tossing and tussling, like after 20 minutes, I just take my two arms and I form two fists and I put them neck together and I put them underneath my head. And slowly and surely... I was taken to a completely different level of consciousness that I never thought was capable 
at age 39. When I was younger, yes, I took mushrooms. Yes, I took acid. Yes, I had some some crazy psychedelic experiences, but I never had anything as intense and as beautiful as my experience in the sensory um a sensory motivation tank is what it should be called because it's motivating me right now to be a better person which i'm stoked about so let's get back to the fists right all right so like i got the two fists behind my head and uh my hair is just feeling really good at this point like silky smooth man and then i start to hear the bass of the music and then i start to hear something else and i'm like what what the hell is that here it's my heartbeat and my heartbeat is getting so low, I wish that I had some sort of device on to see how far my beats per minute got, but I could hear it getting so low, in fact, that I felt myself easing further and further into the salt, right? And at this point, the room's pitch black, right? Completely pitch black. And this is where the sensory deprivation comes into full play, okay? You can't really hear correctly, you can't see, and you can't feel. I start to see this light from the top of the tank and at first i thought oh this is just my eyes playing a trick on me and then i start seeing it everywhere and then i saw it open a little bit more almost as if somebody or something was behind it and then at one point the light ripped open and it looked like somebody had spit through it and the spit formed a peace symbol like a hand giving a peace symbol and the peace symbol then extend it into an index finger pointing at me and from that point on i started seeing a multitude of different uh colors shapes i saw these red dots that i haven't seen since i was eight years old i used to have trouble falling asleep at night and i could never i could never get there you know and uh, i used to stare off in the space and these red dots would appear and it was just wild man to see it again and then the light starts shaking again and then i I imagine it was like a scooter going by at first and there was a kid on the scooter and then as the scooter came into more detail and then the kid came into more detail I realized I'm I'm looking at myself it's me eight years old and I'm blown away at this point like I am floored that I'm there and at the same time in this course of five minutes you know here's the crazy thing too is like you're in there for 90 minutes but when you're really in there you have no clue what time it is or when it is i see myself and then in the right side of the screen i guess you would my, my vision if my eyes were open i can't tell it's really weird i don't remember blinking much but i saw my dog mojo who died almost uh eight years ago and it was him man it was him so much that he even still had the one eye he had that weird look in his eye that only my friends know where he, he was just fiercely uh competitive and then the voices start happening at this point. And I'm like, this is just by far the most relaxed I've ever been under, I guess, what other people would call mental duress, where they can't control their uh, visions. Or uh, At this point, I'm hallucinating, you know? And um, I, I, I hear a voice, and uh, I can't tell who it is. I mean, I think it was me. I don't know. I, I really don't. But the voice said to me, you need to learn to forgive yourself. And I was like, I, I took it as a sign as, yeah, I, that's why I'm in this tank. If it's called therapy, I want to forgive myself, right? So then the voice says to me that the only thing that matters is my place in the universe. To which I respond, but what about my wife and son? And then the voice answered me back and said, 
Don't worry, they have their place too. And at this moment, man, I'm just fully aware of really what's going on. And like, I, I, I know that I'm, I've, I've left my body at this point. And I've never had that sensation, man. Never. All the, you know, stupid drugs and things I did to reach a higher level of consciousness when I was younger. I never thought in a million years submerging myself into a thousand pounds of Epsom salt would take me to a place where I would have a better understanding of myself and a better understanding of the universe, man. The music at this point is getting a little bit heavy and the bass is starting to pulsate through my body, almost healing my body, which is insane. And I remember the guy's... Um, uh, he, he told me that once the session is over, the purple light will come on. And at this point of my hallucinogenic trip in this sensory deprivation tank, I start to see the color purple. I, I start seeing it maybe three minutes before the ending of the session ever happens. And this purple is so radiant, so crazy looking. And, and it's like I know the end's coming, but it's okay. And I've never had that feeling. I've never had that feeling at a concert where I'm like, damn it, they're at the encore. I'm never going to see this band again. I have this feeling, this sensation of knowing that nothing and everything matters at the same time. You know? And like, if you're worried about where we're going after this, don't. Because I don't even think you go. I think it's these little parts that I got out of this sensory deprivation tank. that All the best parts about me. And understanding that I need to take care of myself. We all need to take care of ourselves and stop worrying about other people. Because maybe if we take care of ourselves, the whole universe will take care of itself. And it's just this crazy experience, man. So much so that I'm going to say it again. Thanks so much, John McNally, for this experience. Because I don't know when I would have found the time to do this being, a, you know, a new dad relatively. And it, it's changed my life for the better. I, I went to uh, actual therapy once and I would come out of there with red face and oftentimes very angry now i know this form of therapy can work for other people i'm not docking it i'm just telling you that this worked for me and that um i'm probably going to be using a sensory deprivation tank for the rest of my life uh in the days that have followed since my first float i've listened to many people say that you know if you can attain that on your first time it's very hard to get back here but god i hope so man i hope i can get back there and talk to these this voice if it's myself it's the universe, if it's God, if he or she wants to, you know, tell me more, look, man, I'm totally down. I almost want, I wanted to podcast inside the tank too, you know, which would have been insane to think that, you know, you could do such a thing. But, you know, I just want to uh, say thanks again to John McNally. Uh, and if you were looking for some sort of relief in this 2019 world of technology where everything is just so loud, Treat yourself to a little bit of flotation therapy. And if you're somebody like me who's optimistic about the world and its surroundings and what happens to us next, this one's for you, okay? In all seriousness, I love each and every one of you for listening to this. Uh, my name is Bob. This has been another episode of Bobcast.